0: Hi, friend, and welcome to the Brand Strategy Podcast, a show created to equip you with the inspiration, encouragement, and clarity you need to build the brand of your dreams. I'm your host, Bonnie Bakhtiari, brand designer, strategist, and founder of the Alum Retreat. From sustainable strategy to heartfelt encouragement, each episode is designed to equip you with the tools you need to chase after your dreams. Because you deserve a brand that empowers you to do what you love, connects with your dream clients and offers a deep sense of fulfillment along the way. So grab a cup of coffee and join me on this journey, won't you?
1: Welcome back to the Brand Strategy Podcast, where today we have a really great conversation in store for you. This episode is specifically for my fellow graphic brand and web designers who, right now, are struggling to generate consistent clients. And over the years that I have been not only a designer myself, but also a coach and an educator for designers, I have learned certainly a thing or two about what works and what does not work when it comes to getting out in front of your ideal clients connecting with them, and as a result, generating consistent income from that place. And actually, last year, at the end of 2021, I hosted a totally free challenge inside my free Facebook group for designers, and we talked all about how to practically create a lead generation strategy that allows you to get out in front of your ideal clients time and time again. So actually, in today's episode, what I'm going to do... I'm going to peel back the curtain and I'm going to do something I've never done before and I'm going to share that replay with you. So even if you were not a part of that challenge, even if you are not a member of my Facebook community, you get to really soak up all of the content that we talked about in this Facebook Live. So friends, this is going to be a little excerpt from this challenge, this week-long challenge that we did and I promise you, if you've been struggling with getting out in front of your ideal clients consistently in a way that doesn't require you to spend all your time and energy, like hustling to be seen online, you're going to want to take notes. So grab your notebook, get cozy, and let's get to it. I am so excited that you are joining me for today's content, where we are talking about how to practically connect with your ideal clients in a way that does not require you to to be seen online and the best part about this process that I'm going to talk you through today You do not need to be on every social platform or creating marketing content 24 seven or running around that content creation hamster wheel. And that is exactly what I want for us to talk through today so that you can break up with marketing techniques that are not life giving for you. And so that you can walk away from platforms that are not a good use of your time and energy. So friends, we're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to cover some great stuff today. So like I said, today we're talking about how to implement lead generation strategies that will help you achieve your goals. Now, as a quick recap, over the last two days, we've been talking about how to lay that foundation for messaging that connects with your ideal client through a powerful transformation. We take it one step further by talking about how to level up your services with a really simple yet game-changing mindset shift that allows you to charge exponentially more for the work that you do without equating your time to part of that, that process. And so today we're going to take it even further and we're going to look at how we can actually start to connect with these incredible people, these wonderful humans that you want to work with. So I want you to figure out what your goal is. What kind of number do you want to be looking towards? Some of these numbers look like you want one to two clients a month. Some of you are are looking at that financially and you're thinking, I want to make X number of dollars a month. And this is so powerful because we actually, later in today's live, we're going to talk through that information and you're going to see how we actually need that knowledge in order to kind of plug it into a little formula that can help you set realistic goals with your marketing efforts. Now, If you are following along, if marketing is not your favorite thing to do, you are not alone. Uh, Over the years that I have been a coach for designers and over the years that I've worked with designers inside the brand strategy school, my program for designers, so many of them come to me. And in the beginning, they really don't love marketing. They've been burned in the past. They have been told by well-intending marketing experts that in order to generate consistent clients, they need to be on every single social platform out there. They need to be creating content around the clock. And what that does is that puts this pressure on us as designers to be on all of these platforms without taking a second to actually assess whether or not our ideal clients are on those platforms. So let me know if this sounds familiar. Have you ever found yourself? Let's say you are in the checkout line at the grocery store and you're waiting in line. There are a few people ahead of you. So you pull out your cell phone and you just start kind of scrolling through Facebook and you notice that in that Facebook group that you're a part of, that's filled with other fellow small business owners, someone is saying, Hey, I need to hire a logo designer. I need to have a logo made. Who do you recommend? Who here does that? And in that thread, there are like dozens and dozens and dozens of other designers who have basically been like virtually raising their hand and saying like me, I do that. And you feel that pressure because you see that that is someone that's a potential lead. You think, oh my gosh, I need to like throw my hat in the ring. So then you're frantically, you're standing in the checkout line at the grocery and you're frantically typing away on your phone to get your information in there just to be considered. And a lot of us are told that that's what we're supposed to do. We're praised for that kind of behavior, right? Because you're going out there and you're hustling and you're working hard to get those leads. But have we ever actually stopped to take a minute to think if your ideal clients are in that Facebook group to begin with? And you're spending a lot of your time and your energy showing up in those groups and trying to, you know, find these people and trying to be the fastest or the the best person who responds to these kind of, you know, ISO type posts. And we want to actually look at, you know, is there a way we can do it differently? And trust me, there absolutely is. And this is actually a method that I teach inside the Brand Strategy School. This is actually kind of a a lesson, like a page out of my playbook here that I'm sharing with you all today because I'm so tired of seeing designers, especially knowing that so many of us in the design community identify as introverts. Even if you're an extrovert, maybe, maybe, you know, marketing yourself isn't your favorite activity. That's totally valid. I'm just really tired of seeing people get stuck in this cycle and feeling this pressure and feeling like they have to, they have to, you know, show up on all these social platforms and create all this marketing content and be hustling all the time in order to get out in front of their ideal clients. When realistically, if we took a more strategic approach and if we followed a simple and scalable method to connecting with your ideal clients online, You could definitely take yourself off of that fast track route to burnout, and you could definitely experience a deeper sense of ease and spaciousness within your business. And I don't know about you, but that sounds amazing to me. This is something that over the years, I implement this method method within my own design business, and it has been such a life-giving process. So I'm excited to share it with you all today. Now, If you remember back to, uh, you know, kind of what we've been talking about this week, we've been talking about, a little bit, about making data-informed decisions. And that's really gonna be a key component of what we talk through today. Yesterday, I told you, okay, your homework, go and make a list of five ideal clients that you can interview so that you can define what value looks like to them. Because remember, we don't want to be building our businesses based on assumptions. We want to be building our businesses based on clear facts, and data that we can rely on to make informed decisions. So we're going to do the same today, except today, this process to figure out how to consistently generate those those client inquiries, this actually is is more of an internal process. So what we're going to look at first, we're going to look at the way that your business generates sales. So for those of you who are brand new, let's say that you are just starting your business, you're just getting started as a freelancer and you actually haven't had a client yet. This is, this is an exercise for you to walk through kind of from a, a standpoint of how you want to generate sales, how you want to make sales and how then you want to generate those leads. But for those of you who have been in business, even if you have just had one or two clients walk through your process, that's perfect because we just want to look at the data of how people become paying clients of yours. So what we want to look at here are how you, it really is how are you generating sales is what it comes down to. So what I mean by that is when you look at your processes you have in place, what is that action that happens right before someone pays a retainer payment or signs your contract? do you have a sales call with them are you chatting with them uh, through a zoom consult are you trading emails do they fill out a proposal like a like a you know kind of application are you sitting down at your local coffee shop and getting coffee with them right what is that action that happens right before someone becomes a client of yours so then that's that's really important that's kind of the first thing we want to know then we want to kind of go backwards. We want to say, okay, if that's the action that needs to happen in order to generate a sale and for you to then get that money that is going to be deposited into your bank account, what needs to happen in order for that Action to happen. So, how are you generating leads? And we're, for you know, kind of the purpose of this conversation today, we're defining leads as an interested person or party. Uh, so, someone who's interested in your services. Uh, so, you might be generating leads through your contact form or through your CRM. So like HoneyBook or Dubsado or 17 Hats. There might be an application or a questionnaire or something like that. Like how are these people, right? How are they getting in touch with you? So we want to know that because we want to be able to look at this like a funnel and we want to be able to track where people are going and what that journey looks like so that we can actually treat this just like a machine, something that's scalable, something that we can replicate over and over and over again in order to get you to that desired outcome. So when we have that information, if we know, okay, I, as a designer, I generate leads through my contact form on my website and I generate sales through a sales call, then I know, okay, in order for me to generate more sales, which is what I want, then I need to generate more leads to my contact form. So I need to focus on energy and efforts that are going to be driving people to my contact form, right? It seems super easy, but I can't tell you how this is something that I see designers time and time again overlook. And when we are thinking about our marketing strategies without this information in mind, then we're focusing more on traffic, so getting more eyeballs on your work, but we're not focusing on the tried and true actions that are going to drive the results that you want to see. So write those those sales, those successful sales calls or successful consults and those signed proposals and that money that is going to your bank account. So like I said, we want to know this information so that we can create a system that you can replicate and that you can scale. So this, again, this is just data. We're looking at the data and we're making data informed decisions. So at this point, you're probably thinking, okay, Bonnie, that's great. I'm starting to jot down these notes. I'm starting to figure out, how I generate sales and how I generate leads. How do I do this practically? What are methods that I can do to drive people to that lead generation uh, point? So I'm so glad you asked because now we're gonna talk through how you can start to drive traffic, right? So it's a three-part process. First and foremost, the first thing that we do at the very start of this experience with your ideal clients, we focus on generating traffic. That's more eyes on your work. So you could do that through Instagram, Facebook, any kind of social media platform, it could be through a private podcast, a YouTube channel, word of mouth, so many different ways. So we focus on driving traffic, and then a percentage of your traffic are going to turn into leads, and then a percentage of those leads are going to book, let's say, a sales call with you, and then based on how successful your sales call process is, those people are going to become clients. So it's literally just this very easy to replicate and very easy to follow process. Now, How do we generate traffic? This is where people get stuck. And so let's demystify it. Let's break it down. In order to generate traffic, you do not need to be everywhere at once. In fact, in my experience, when you are everywhere online at once, you are diluting the power of your efforts, not to mention you're adding more to your plate. So you are running into a situation where you are keeping yourself on that content creation hamster wheel. And in the long run, if you're not careful with your energy and your time, you can actually end up spending more time creating content in order to market your business. than you actually do serving your clients and that's not great. So what we want to look at instead is how can we create a balance? So what I recommend here is to only focus on one traffic generation method so you can generate leads at a time and they're really what I found you only need two different forms of uh, lead generation one is going to be a short-term strategy and one is a long-term strategy and you only need one method for each strategy so I'm going to break that down even further so you can very clearly and quickly implement this into your own business so What I mean by short-term traffic when we're focusing on generating traffic short-term it's it's kind of self-explanatory we want to focus on generating traffic quickly we want to get more eyeballs on your work quickly so this is going to be anything that generates leads in a hurry for you so something uh, that's going to generate leads quickly could be like a referral network, like word of mouth referrals. Someone recommends you uh, to a friend, that friend reaches out to you, you book a client. Uh, Other examples of short-term strategies here that really work, like Instagram stories, uh, because they have such a short lifespan, that 24-hour lifespan, they can kind of give us a quick little injection of interest to our services. Action-based emails. So if you have an email list, those kind of action-based emails where maybe you're saying, hey, I have this last-minute opening in my calendar, who's interested, right? That's a short-term lead generation method that you can utilize. And then, uh, you know, like Facebook groups, uh, posts in and communities like that, those are other examples of things that are more of a short-term method. And like I said, if you remember, we wanna have one short-term lead generation strategy and one long-term lead generation strategy to complement it. Because the purpose of this is those short-term strategies give us those quick injections of leads into this system. And then the long-term strategies give us more of that kind of slow and steady drip of interest, but they aren't, uh, they aren't necessarily things that are requiring you to post or show up or create content every single day. So examples of more of a long-term kind of strategy here is going to be something that you can sort of set and forget. This is something where instead of posting on Instagram a couple times a week, you're only going to be taking a, a look at it maybe every few weeks, maybe once a month, something like that. So something that is designed to be working for you and doing that heavy lifting in the background. So this is gonna be something that focuses on more long-term content. So like a YouTube channel or a podcast, or if you are a guest on uh, someone else's podcast, or if you're doing uh, a live series, right, that can be a really good long-term strategy. Assuming that those lives, you have those replays at for a long period of time. Pinterest, actually, Pinterest is a really great, I find, a really great long-term traffic driver because that content doesn't necessarily go viral instantly sometimes it takes weeks maybe even months and so you can you know post your work and someone can come on that uh, that search engine and use pinterest to find whatever they're looking for see your pin head over to your website and book a call with you that way. So there are several, several different methods that we can utilize to create something that serves as that long-term source for you. But again, the important thing here is we want to have one thing that is long-term and one thing that is short-term. And we only want to use one method per each. So Whenever possible, we want to focus on things that are life-giving, things that you actually enjoy doing, and things that are effective. So remember, at the beginning of this, I was asking you, look at the data. Where have your people come from in the past? Where have you been generating those sales? Where have those leads been coming from? If you don't already, I highly, highly recommend on your website and a contact form or if you have applications through your CRM that people are filling out to get in touch with you, please have a field where they can share how they heard about you, because that gives you, again, gives you that incredible information that tells you where this person came from. And then you can decide, okay, this is where I'm getting all these really quality leads from. Do I want to make this a part of my overall marketing strategy or, uh, or not? And that gives you all of the information you need to make really thoughtful decisions. So I recommend looking at what is already working, for you versus creating something from scratch or going after something that people are telling you uh, is what the cool kids are doing but you don't have any data yet that tells you that that works for your business. Um I'm not saying that you should, you know, like never try out new platforms especially if you look at social media. Right? I'm never I'm never going to tell you like don't get on TikTok or don't do this or don't do that. But Give yourself uh, the space to make a decision that serves you and that fits into the way that you want to market your business. And maybe, maybe instead of like, you know, starting a new social media account and then going to all this trouble to make it like perfect for your business, maybe. You try that for yourself. You get on there and you're using it a little bit uh, more slowly or a little bit more personally before you decide if you want to actually implement this as one of your short-term or long-term lead generation methods. So with that being said, the way that we actually implement this is really simple. We look at where your people are coming from. So where you're consistently getting qualified leads and sales to your business. We're looking at where you want to be spending your time. So if there are specific platforms or specific channels that you enjoy, like let's say you have a podcast and you really love that and that is generating quality leads. Yes, keep doing that. If you have a YouTube channel or if you love making TikTok videos or if you love, you know, like showing up on Clubhouse, definitely keep doing those things that you enjoy. And if they are generating those quality leads, then absolutely they have a place in your marketing strategy. So let's actually look at how we break this down even further and how you can implement this this week. What I said earlier is that you don't need to be doing a lot of different things at once because when we are splitting our efforts to generate leads, what happens is we aren't able to accurately test what is working for us We're not able to go all in on creating quality content for one platform or one channel that we know has a really good chance of converting, right? We're spreading our energy and we're spreading ourselves thin across a bunch of different platforms. So what I recommend doing, if you know that there are platforms that really just aren't converting for you right now, they're not generating leads, just, put them on the back burner. Maybe take a little break for the season. Give yourself the time to step away from them and to go all in on the methods that are working for you. So the beauty of this is this gives you the permission to break up with whatever that social media app was or whatever that platform was that you just don't love or that just hasn't been fun for you or that just isn't actually doing anything for your business, right? Um, so choose where you want to be and choose one short-term traffic driver and one long-term traffic driver. And that's all that you need to start. So we want to... You could do one thing, one short-term thing that's going to quickly inject leads into your funnel. And then we want one long-term that is going to be there slowly but surely over time, pointing people to you and your work. So the beautiful thing about this is you get to be really thoughtful You get to choose where you are, and you get to make data-based decisions about the whole thing. Okay, so with that being said, here's where we're going to get a little bit nerdy, and we're going to look at actual numbers. When you are figuring out how you want to create this marketing strategy and implement this in your design business, right, we're looking at one short-term method and one long-term method, in order to help us set realistic goals, we want to know how many clients you want to book each month because that gives us then uh, not only our sales goal but it's giving us our lead goal and our traffic goal so then that gives us the ability to take a look at what we want to do and how much we want to show up or how much we feel like we need to show up in order to hit those numbers so let's say for example that you want to book two clients a month right that is the sweet spot for you. You're feeling like that is absolutely the ideal number of people that I want to work with. Okay, two people a month, that's the sales goal. From there, we wanna calculate what that lead goal looks like. Remember, because we need to generate leads before we can generate sales. So if the goal is two sales a month, And we know that your leads, when people inquire about your services, about half of them end up converting and booking a call with you and and signing on as a client. So that gives you a conversion rate of 50%. So then that tells us that you want four leads per month at a 50% conversion rate in order to generate two sales per month amazing, right? So then we have these goals. We're able to write them down and we're able to start working towards them. But let's kind of break it down even more, right? Because we talked about three different components of this process, your traffic, your leads, and your sales. So we know the number of sales that we want, two clients a month. We know the number of leads that we need to hit that number. That's four leads a month. So then let's look at your traffic number and figure out what we want to see there. So let's say that what you're noticing, you're looking in Google Analytics, you're taking a look at how many people land on your contact page which is how you generate leads through that inquiry form on your website. You're taking a look at Google Analytics and you're seeing that about eight people a month land on your contact page and fill it out. And um, I should say that land on your contact page and you know based on your lead number that only four people are filling that out. So you know about half of the people that land on your contact page actually become a lead. So then that tells us that your goal, your traffic goal is eight people. We wanna drive eight people every single month to your contact form. Roughly four of those people are going to fill out that contact form and then about two of them uh, every single month are gonna sign on and become a client of yours, right? And so you see as we kind of break that down piece by piece by piece, It gives you all the information that you need in order to figure out what you want to do and how you want to hit that number and achieve those targets. So I get really excited about this. I know this is really nerdy for some of you, but like I could talk about this stuff all day because this information is so powerful for you because it takes the guesswork out of. I don't know what I need to do in order to hit my sales goal or to, you know, book the ideal number of clients each month. All of a sudden it becomes, I know that I need to book two clients a month. I need to generate four leads to fill out my uh, contact form. I need to get eight people on my contact page. Okay, how do I want to get those people on my contact page? Well, then using your short-term and your long-term traffic drivers, we know that that's where we want people to go. So that is where we're pointing them, right? Right or if you are the kind of person who you blog regularly, or you uh, like to create video content, so Reels or TikTok videos or YouTube content, we know that if that is where we want people to go, the contact page on your website All of your content should be pointing to that destination. And that gives you this direct access to funnel people exactly where you want them to go. So they will take the most profitable action and then they will, uh, you know, walk through that process that you've set up for them so that you can connect with them. You can learn more about their business. You can point them to the incredible transformation that your work offers. And you can generate sales, again, from that place of serving instead of selling. And I just get really excited about that because that is such a beautiful, beautiful way to do business. And it's such an empowering way to do business because you're doing it feeling fully informed, about what your marketing needs to do for you and what those analytics that you're looking at every single month should be telling you and how that can be fitting into your big picture business goals. So, What I'm telling you today, right, I'm only saying, hey, have one short-term traffic driver and one long-term, but you don't have to do that forever. The point here is only to be having one platform as a part of your short-term and long-term traffic driver until you reach a point where it is converting so consistently for you that you can automate it. So let's say you get to a point where you are using Instagram as your short term traffic driver and you have finally reached this point where it is consistently hitting the targets that you have set for it. And so, you know, when I post this kind of content at these times, you know, this many number of times uh, a week. I am generating this much traffic to my website that then gives me this many leads to my contact form and then gives me this many sales calls booked in my calendar. So when you see that and you have that information, then that tells you, okay, I'm seeing these consistent results. I am hitting these goals time and time again. Now I know what kind of system I need to implement on that specific platform to replicate this and then scale it. So you've already done that work. You've figured it out. You've tested it. It's working for you. Okay. Now we automate that. And then we get to experiment with another short term or long-term traffic driver, depending on how things are looking. So that's why you see so many business owners. Ideally, this is, this is the way it works. You see so many business owners out there who have a podcast and a Facebook page and Facebook groups and an Instagram account, you know, and like all the things, ideally the way that you do that is you introduce them one at a time and you grow them one at a time so that you are only spending your time and energy in the areas that are truly profitable for you. So this gives you, I'm not like, if you're the kind of person where you like to have options, this is absolutely a method that you can implement that gives you tons and tons of options as you grow. We just choose to do this incrementally and steadily so that you're experiencing that kind of stability and you're seeing those consistent results every step of the way. Well, fellow designer, there you have it. I hope that today's episode has been really practical and encouraging for you to help you understand how you can captivate the attention of your ideal clients without showing up on every single social platform or without showing up in a way that doesn't honor your time or your energy. And with that being said, if you want to take this one step further and really focus on how as you get out in front of these ideal clients, you can then captivate their attention Attention with an incredibly powerful brand strategy process that allows you to exponentially raise your rates and charge more, then I've got a totally free training for you that you are going to love. If you head on over to BSForBonnieDesign.com slash training, you can add your name to the list and get Instant access to my on-demand training specifically for fellow graphic brand and web designers where I show you how you can increase your income as a designer without taking on more client work than you can handle. And actually, in this training, I cover the exact method that I use to take my business from struggling way back when in 2012 to what is now a sought after design business that makes six plus figures and allows me to consistently connect with the kinds of clients that I I'm so fired up to serve. And that's what I want for you too. I want for you to be able to build a design business that blesses your life and allows you to show up in a way that gives you the fulfillment, so that you know that you're contributing in a way that fires you up. And as a result, you're seeing the the zeros hit that bank account. You're seeing the dollars come in. You're experiencing that consistent income, and you are taking intentional action to live the life of your dreams. With that being said, friend, again, if that training would serve you well, go grab your seat to this on-demand class at slash training. And if today's episode resonated with you, or you have questions, as always, feel free to connect with me. I love getting to connect with y'all. You can find me on Instagram, where I'm most active, at Bonnie Joy Marie. And until next time, friend, I'm cheering you on from Waco. Thank you so much
0: for joining me today, friend. Before you go, I would be so grateful to receive your feedback on the Brand Strategy Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or the podcast in general has helped you grow your brand, I'd really appreciate it if you left us a review in iTunes. Your positive reviews enable the Brand Strategy Podcast to continue to grow and reach like-minded creatives just like you. Thank you for all your support and encouragement as together we pursue building brands with purpose and intention. Until next time, I'm cheering you on from Waco.